Entrepreneur on Fire 839. Victor Echo Echo Romeo Oscar Lima Lima dot Charlie Oscar Mike slash Echo Oscar Foxtrot. That's legit too. You can look it up, Fire Nation. Inspiration defines EO Fire. Launching your podcast in 15 days defines freepodcastcourse.com. Ignite. Ready to add a professional ring to your business? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for our listeners, so visit evoice.com slash fire today. Ruby is a perfect solution for small businesses that want to make a big impression. Visit callruby.com slash fire and use promo code fire. In addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off plans plus free activation. What's shaking Fire Nation? John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Gideon Shawick. Gideon, are you prepared to ignite? I sure am, John. Let's yes. do it. <laughs> Gideon is a self-confessed YouTube junkie and loves anything to do with video marketing and building a global audience using video. He is co-founder of vroll.com, a platform that makes getting traffic from YouTube video ads super simple. And he freely shares his knowledge about video marketing at gideonshawick.com. Gideon, I've given a Fire Nation just little insight. So share more about you personally and expound upon the biz. You know, I live here in Australia on the Sunshine Coast. At the moment, it's summertime. I understand you guys have wintertime over there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we are sort of melting a little bit over here, but it's, it's going really well. Um, but really, we enjoy living here in, in Australia. Great place to live. Uh, great place for family, but also great place for business in, in many respects. Um, because of the kind of business that I'm running, I'm able to run it all from uh, any location that I want. And we've, we've chosen uh, the Sunshine Coast here on, in Australia because it's such a beautiful place. It's very similar to where you're from, actually, or where you're uh, uh, living yeah, now, John, San in Diego. San Diego. So very, very similar. Um, I've always been uh, keen uh, on starting up my own, own thing. I just didn't realize that until, until I was about, um, what is it, 27. Uh, that's uh, when I decided to become an entrepreneur and um, started my, my very first business. And so it's been about eight years since I've um, started my business uh, or businesses. <laughs> I just took a few <laughs> notes and, you know, I started quite a few businesses in the last eight years and it's been, it's been just a, a blast. Well, Gideon, it's been a blast for me too, kind of watching you over the past couple of years, ever since I entered this entrepreneurial fray. And for those Fire Nation faithful, the name Gideon Shawick might sound familiar here on this show, because Gideon, you were episode 190. And here we are, goodness, you know, 600-ish episodes later, Wow! and we're episode 839, and, you know, here we are, we're both still kicking, and, you know, since that time, we've actually gotten a chance to to meet in person a couple times, we've, you know, spent time in the Philippines together, both speaking in Tropical Think Tank, you know, we've become friends, you know, I've seen you go from Splashio to V-Roll, which we're going to be talking about today, and, and all this stuff, so Fire Nation, if you're looking for Gideon's journey from way back in the day... You know, just go to eofire.com, type Gideon in the search bar, and episode 190 is going to pop up, and you can listen to that. But today, we're going to be focusing on a little bit different topics. We're going to specifically be talking about Gideon's journey entrepreneur in the entrepreneur space. 
where he started with information products and then he made the decision, you know what, I want to move to something different. I want to create a business and he created Splashio. And then Splashio, you know, prompted this great aha moment in partnership to create the role. And, you know, I just wanted to kind of lay a, bit, a little bit of the groundwork, Gideon, but I'd love for you to kind of step in here and kind of take us through that. You know, what does it mean, number one, to start with information products and how'd that go? And then why'd you shift into a Splashio? My very first entry into business was really, uh, it wasn't even information uh, publishing. Uh, I started off doing some web development development for people and uh, some video production. So, and I found those things just the easiest way for me to get cash coming in. And then as I started getting some cash coming in, I, I used that to help fund my other ventures. And so my first product ever was uh, a book that I wrote. Uh, it took me about 21 days to write this book. And, um, published it. It was an ebook. This was back in 2006 and, uh, got it distributed to about 77 different countries around the world, which is not too difficult if you, if you're getting someone to mail out for you, you know, it's all digital, <laughs> but it sounds impressive. Yes. <laughs> um, and you know, that was my entry into it. And, uh, it was, it was quite amazing to see what was possible back then. Uh, you know, I, cause I came from a sort of a corporate job and I was, you know, I wanted to do my own thing. And promoting that book out, um, you know, I did it all from my living room. Uh, I, I could essentially do it from anywhere I wanted to. It's all digital. Um, and getting it distributed to the whole world, it was just an, a big eye-opener for me. And, you know, getting those first few sales coming in, I was just so, so excited. And uh, But, of course, if you listen to my the previous podcast on this, it, it didn't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and of course, my, my traffic ran out. I, I didn't know how to get traffic, and um, I, I had to learn how to how to build a real business and build real traffic. And that's certainly been part of my journey. Um, and I, I, th- I think I mentioned last time in, in, in the last interview the, the sort of the uh, the big uh, moment that I had that was really difficult for me, where I went through a whole series of. Um, uh, I guess businesses or ideas where I just kept on failing. You know, I did that book, it, it did well, but then it, it stopped getting traffic. Then I did a membership site that completely failed. Then I did another membership site that completely failed. And, you know, I was at that point, at that brink of just completely giving up. I just said, I've had enough. And this is two years into it, by the way. And just, just, I'm not sure if I mentioned this last time, but I made a wager with my wife at the time when we, when I quit my job. I said, Tinika, if I can't, make my salary back within the first year, then I really don't deserve to be earning that salary. And you know, I think my salary uh, back then, which I thought was good money, was about 50000 a year or 54000 a year. This is eight years ago. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, so I thought, ah, oh, that should be easy. You know, make that back within 12 months. The first year I made, I think, 11000 or something like that. Oh. And, well, 10,000. I spent 11,000. So I made like a negative 1,000. Okay. <laughs> and the second year, I've, I've made, I think maybe a little bit more. Maybe I made 11,000, but I spent 12 or 13,000 or something like that. So after two years, I was looking at my wife, looking at each other, and she's going, she didn't say anything, but I could see. <laughs> I was just feeling in the back of my mind, I'm going, you know, I can't even make my old salary back. In fact, I'm making negative money. What's going on here? And you know, having re- these repeated failures one after the other, I was just, I was just ready to quit. I was really, I was thinking this entrepreneurial game is just silly business. 
Um, and, you know, it was about a week later after that, that, la- that latest failure that I, I, I got introduced to a friend of mine, Yara Stark, and we, did a pro- we ended up doing a project together. And that project uh, was my my big key to success. That you know that that um, I went from negative income to about twenty thousand a month, <laughs> and and that was life changing. Um, so that was still information publishing. Well, Gideon, I'd like to kind of break in here for one second. Sure. Now you went two years, my friend, two years. You know, over goodness, you know, all of those days and weeks and months, and the whole time you were making negative money when the balance sheet was totaled up at the, at the end of each respective year. Share with Fire Nation. I mean, what kept you going during those years? Like, what kept you striving in this same arena? Maybe through the process, I became a little bit insane, and that maybe helped a little bit. <laughs> that's, that's about right. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, something that that really helped me a lot was uh, my wife Tinika. She she was the I guess the sugar mummy. She was um, she was working <laughs> while I was trying to work. It's nice to have <laughs> one of those. Yeah, so she was, um, I mean, she was, she had a, a regular uh, job as a, an architectural drafts person. So we didn't make a lot of money. Basically, all the money we made, we had to basically spend on life. on food and, and life. Yeah, yeah, accommodation and food and every now and then clothes. Um, but we really, you know, we didn't go out. We didn't have a car. Um, we walked everywhere. We took the train. We lived right in the center of Brisbane, which helped. Um, but if it wasn't for that, if we didn't have that income to pay for those basic needs, I think it would have been much, much harder. And obviously also, um, something that helped me was, was her support, her, uh, the support that I got from her. And, um, I think, uh, that's definitely not to be underestimated. Having having that a person close to you, whether it's your wife, your partner, um, who can support you emotionally through that journey, that certainly helped a lot. Something else that helped a lot as well was meeting other entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. It's a lonely game, you know, when you're starting out because you don't you don't know people, you, know, you don't know where they hang out. And it's lonely, and you you um, it's difficult to find those people. So. Um, Eventually, when you find them, that can certainly help as well to to pull you through those those tough times. Okay, so you find Yarrow and take us to that point. Like, what changes and brings you to your next big venture? So, doing the stuff with Yarrow was wonderful. I, I really sort of found a key way to make money online or make money with my business uh, through information products. So, so the product with with Yarrow was, I think, we were the first uh, ever video based program that taught people how to do blogging. Um, and it was amazing. You know, um, there were a few things that I loved about it. First of all, um, it was a very scalable business. You know, selling information is very scalable and your manufacturing costs are virtually zero. So that was fantastic. Uh, so the profit margins were incredible. Um, so scaling, profit, um, and location independent. That was the three things that really attracted uh, me to it. The thing, though, that that really bugged me about it uh, was that um, it was uh, not very sellable and uh, it was very much dependent on my brain, Uh, my brain in particular, because I created all the products of my intellectual property. And the business couldn't really continue uh, without me there. Uh, And if I wanted to continue, because, you know, with information products, uh, you you need to keep on updating it, especially if it's in, in this sort of technology areas where, where things are keep on changing. So if you want to have a sustainable business, you need to keep in it. Your brain needs to keep to stay in it. And that was a problem. Um, and it became a problem. I realized that it became a problem when uh, a little baby girl was born. 
And, um, you know, it was just before I launched, it was actually my last launch that I had was just before I launched my last information product, a little baby, baby girl was born. And all of a sudden we had this little beautiful girl holding her in my arms and she's looking up at me and I'm going, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to look after this girl. And <laughs> I <laughs> call that the to, baby effect, Gideon. I, yeah, that's right. The baby effect. And I'm going to have to buy some sort of a baseball bat or shotgun <laughs> one day to be able to keep young men away. Right. <laughs> and, and have, you know, I have to look after her. And I just thought, what, what if something happens to me? And, you know, my brain can't provide information products anymore for the business. And I think I had a shift. It wasn't an immediate shift, but I, you know, that was the trigger to, to initiate that. And so I still went ahead with my launch. It was a very successful launch, but in the back of my mind, I just knew that it was something not right. I needed to change it. And, um, so I launched that successful launch, kept running that for about a year. Um, went through actually quite a, quite a big burnout phase with that. Um, but as part of that, I started thinking about a new business, a new business that was still, uh, very scalable. Um, still very profitable, um, still very location independent, independent, but then with the added bonus of something that I can sell one day, something that can be independent of me, something that can grow uh, independent of me. And that's when I started thinking about the new business, which was Splashio. Um, and, and went through a big transition phase where I just said, okay, I'm going to have to keep selling some information products, but start bringing that down and in the meantime, start building up the, the new business, Splashio, to, to build this new future. And, and that was quite a tough stage again. You know? So the first two years of my entrepreneurship was pretty tough, but that stage was tough as well in that transitional stage going from one business model to the next because you, know, you, you earn good money and then all of a sudden you're not productive in that area anymore and you're trying to build up the new business and it's not earning any money. And you go through this, this stage where your money starts going down and down and down mm-hmm. and you're not, not getting much money coming back in again. And it's, um, yeah, it was a very interesting stage. So this is the evolution, you know, that I saw you go through, Gideon, that I was really fascinated by. I mean, here's a person that has great contacts, is making a lot of money with these information products that are scalable and that are leverageable but they have all those shortcomings that you've already mentioned and that really kind of raised a red flag with you and also resulted in you burning out on some level. So you decided, you know what, I'm going to invest in myself now. I'm going to invest in myself creating something that can be sellable, not necessarily just scalable, but sellable where I can say, hey, this is something I've built. This is the multiples on it. Do you want to purchase this business? It's ready made us working go. Mm-hmm. Like, like it was an opportunity that you wanted to create for yourself. And so bring us forward into that. And cause you know, I believe that that is Splashio. Am I right? Yes, that's Splashio. Splashio. There's, there was a great book that a friend of mine recommended to me, Will Swain, um, called, um, uh, a build to sell. I can't remember the yes. author's name. You, you might remember that one, but it's very similar to the, uh, to the um, likes of, uh, the e-myth. Michael Gerber, but the whole thing was to to build something that you can sell right from the beginning, um, and and so that was Splashio. You know, Splashio actually had a pre runner. It was called Flickdisk, and the idea was that um, it would be the the video editing version of Odesk. You know, outsourced video editing, um, and tried it out for about six months with a business partner. It didn't work, um, and then realized that we needed to niche down. So. 
with Flickdesk, we wanted to do everything for everybody. And it was just insane. We almost killed ourselves <laughs> um, and spent a lot of money and time on it. It was just crazy. And then once again, my wife, Tineke, she said, why don't you just, why don't you just focus on one small aspect of it? Because this, you know, you're trying to do everything for everybody. And you're just going to fail. So, okay, let's, let's just do intros. That's all we're going to do. It's just five second video clips that animates people's logos. And it looked cool. Um, and it looked like fun. Um, and I had a good video editor that could help us out. And reading that book, Built to Sell, really helped with that to systemize that as well and get that going. And, and so we created our first uh, few templates that, um, um, that, or actually we didn't even start with templates. We just, we said, let's, let's just do this fully manually. Let's find some customers and create some intros for them. And, and boom, you know, with, within a very short time where people said, yeah, we, we would like an intro. And we created these things. We were charging like $500 per intro. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a five second video clip, you know, people paying 500 bucks for it. I was going, yeah, yippee, this is great. And it doesn't cost me that much to create. <laughs> Um, and, and from there we systemized, you know, we turned everything into templates, um, and where it would take us a week to create one, it, it then took us uh, 10 minutes, uh, where it cost f- uh, 500 bucks for the customer. We brought it down to about $50. Um, so, and then we, that allowed us to scale, uh, which is really awesome. And you blew up kitty cats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you remember that. A <laughs> uh, little, not not even really an inside joke, Fire Nation. But basically, if you are familiar with Splash Show, which I was a customer of, they had this one template where at the end it just is this little kitty cat like holding a bomb that's taking down. It's like, you know, buy now or something or take action. You know, don't kill the kitty yeah. cats. And and I remember talking to you about that because I thought it was funny. But I guess you got a lot of interesting feedback from that. <laughs> it was it was a polarizing effect. Um, you know, because uh, a lot of people loved it. They loved the humor in it. It was, and just for the record, we never blew up any kitty cats for real. And also, um, even even in the in the in the uh, animation, um, they, they never exploded. Blow up. Right? It's just they just we just, you just get an explosion of flowers. Yeah, flowers yeah. and like rainbows. <laughs> That's too funny. So, built to sell. John Warlow is the author's name. Uh, Fire Nation, right. if you're wondering. That's the one. And we went through such a similar evolution, Gideon, where you went through the, the evolution that you just shared, where, you know, you started something, you're like, oh my God, like this is just a lot of work, like flip desk, like you are just doing everything for everybody. That's exactly what Podcasters Paradise started off as. In another name, it was called Pod Platform. And I was like, all you need to do is send me your raw MP3 and I'm going to edit it, take out your ums and ahs, add intros, outros. I'm going to host the podcast on my own servers and then I'm going to submit it to iTunes and I'm going to cut in sponsors if you want them. And I was, you know, because I was clueless. I also was really trying to make this work and trying to find ways to monetize. And when I, I'll tell you, when I signed the first one or two clients and I was doing that, I'm like, wow, I am going to kill myself doing this type of business model. And this is just for two clients. Like what happens when I try to bring it up to 10 or 20, which is where I wanted to get to, to make yes. it profitable. And so you know, fight, don't be afraid, Fire Nation, to get out there and try some things, but, you know, do it with your eyes open. So, you know, Pod Platform evolved to six-figure podcasting, which evolved to Podcasters Paradise. And I hit a home run with the third iteration, but I struck out with the first two, and that's going to happen. So, very, very interesting stuff. So, Gideon, you went through this evolution. You've created Splashio. Did it end up being sellable? Was this something that, you know, you hoped to create something that could potentially be sold for a multiple? Um, is that now a reality? 
Oh, absolutely. Um, so when, when we started Splashio, um, we actually did it much better than we did with Flickdesk. In fact, Splashio is probably the, the, the business structure that I set up the best. And, you know, I'm not, I'm just as my disclaimer, I'm not a, a, a legal advisor or a lawyer right. or an accountant or anything like that, but I'll, I'll, I'll share with you what we did with, with Splashio to, to help set it up to make it a sellable entity. And, um, so we basically set up three entities for, for Splashio. We set up a, um, two businesses or two companies. And one trust, and and don't ask me about the details of it because I'm not, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't get that stuff. But this is this is my understanding of it at least. So so the one company uh, was a uh, is a trading company. So this is where we do all our transactions through. Um, but um, it doesn't actually hold any intellectual property or any assets. All the trading just happens through it. All the transactions goes through that. Then we've got another one uh, which is a holding company. Um, which holds all the intellectual property, uh, all the trademarks, uh, all the assets for the business. So that's the valuable one. And then we have the trust, and, every, and I think the, the tri- I'm not quite sure how the trust inter- interacts with the, 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 the companies, but um, I think it's, uh, um, well, actually, I don't know 100%, but um, it's all part of the structure. The, the important thing is those two companies. So, so what, what that allows me to do now is I've built up tremendous value within the Splasher business, but it all sits within the holding company and doing all the trading through the trading company. Um, so if a buyer wants to come now, um, I can very easily um, sell that business. I can sell two different companies if I wanted to. I can sell each one independently if I wanted to. I could just sell the trading company if I wanted to and keep the intellectual property company, uh, the holding company, and and charge royalties to the to the trading company. And that's the way that that the licensing has been set up to, uh, to the companies. So it's a very clever structure that's been set up. And the the point I'm trying to make is that we we did this right at the beginning. This is one of the lessons I learned is to find. Um, a really, really good lawyer and accountant right. who can help you figure that out. Um, and, you know, my brother is a lawyer and accountant as well. One of the first things he, he told me uh, was when you're starting up a new venture, one of the, the, the first key consideration you need to think about is, is, is tax and the tax structure that you set up for your business. And I didn't even realize this. And this is basically what we did. All of that was set up for, for helping us uh, deal with, with tax in, in a, a proper way. Um, so, uh, but then also to allow us to sell the business very easily whenever we wanted to. And so we did that right at the beginning. So it, it did cost me quite a bit of money to set that up. But if someone wants to come into the business and say, hey, I want to buy this, uh, we can just go, okay, boom, sign here and give us the money. We're ready to rock. Wow. And then on top of that, because right from the beginning, we said we want to build this business because we want to sell it. Right from day one, we set up all the systems in place so that uh, when we when when we're ready, um, a new owner can just walk in and run the systems. They don't have we don't have to stay there uh, for very long for them to take over the business. So certainly yes. To to get directly back to your question, is it ready? Um, and and have we set it up in the right way? Absolutely, it is. Um, it is a very much a sellable entity right now. But we, we're going to build it for a bit longer. So Fire Nation, Gideon sounds like a smart guy. And I can tell you, he is a smart guy. And even with all of this going for him, he is saying, listen, go to the professionals. Like, you know, this is a investment in yourself and your company in your future that is so worthwhile. So, I mean, if you're listening 
to this and you're in the United States, just go to cpaonfire.com. That's you know an amazing CPA who actually runs all of Entrepreneur on Fire stuff, uh, Josh Bowerly, and you know he's going to get you going in the right direction. If you're listening to this in another country, you know find a CPA, find a lawyer that you know or has been recommended to you and just have this conversation and just see the direction that you're going and you know start setting these things in place. So Gideon, we're going to talk a little more Splashio. We're going to get into your next project right after we thank our sponsors. According to a recent consumer report survey, 67% of customers have hung up the phone out of frustration if they could not talk to a real person. Okay, I get it. You're building your business lean, so hiring a full-time receptionist to handle your calls just isn't in the cards. Guess what? It doesn't have to be. Rediscover the lost art of human interaction with Ruby Receptionist, the virtual receptionist who handles your calls with care. Ruby even screens, announces, and transfers your calls to wherever, whenever you want. Want. They're everything you'd expect from a top-notch receptionist at a fraction of the cost. Exclusive offer, Fire Nation. Use promo code FIRE. And in addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off all pricing plans plus free activation, a $95 value. Visit callruby.com slash fire and enter promo code FIRE. Or better yet, give them a call and experience their service for yourself. Call 855-775-RUBY. There's a lot to be said of the internet and its ability to help us connect. You can build anything from relationships to entire businesses with the click of a button. But there are times when online communication can't beat hearing someone's voice over the phone. The personal connection, the trust, and the peace of mind that comes with it is irreplaceable. That's why I use eVoice for my business. By helping me expertly manage all of my business calls, eVoice provides me with a better way to connect with clients and business partners. With a toll-free number, professional voice greeting, in a dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into my business phone. So no matter where I am, I always have the ability to connect. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for you. So visit evoice.com slash fire today. That's evoice.com slash fire. And Gideon, for you... You know, Splashio is set up now. It's rocking and rolling. It's templated out. It's sellable if you so choose down the future. What's the deal with step number two? You said, you know, this isn't enough. I, I think I'm going to try something new. How did this idea come to, come to fruition? And then how did the reality of the company come to fruition? So just one more thing about Splasher, which, uh, which created the space for me to create the next business, is that because I set up Splashio uh, to become a sellable business right from the beginning, inadvertently, I also set it up to run itself without me. And for the last year or so, uh, that's certainly what it's been doing. It's been running without me. Um, and just every now and then I, I check in to make sure everything is sweet. Uh, but for 95% of the times, it pretty much runs out uh, wow. without me. And what's beautiful about that, as you can imagine, as an entrepreneur, creative person, I love creating, I love creating new businesses. I kind of feel like I, I'm turning into Richard Branson in a way, or at least in the way that he does business, <laughs> got a million different businesses. Right? Looks included, yes. I <laughs> <You're right. laughs> um, <clears throat> need to work on my accent. Yeah. But anyway... Um, I love creating. And so setting up Splashio and setting up the previous information business and the, and the following that I had there created space for me, but also the audience that I could use for launching the next business, which is now V-Roll. 
And, um, and so, um, with V-Roll, it's probably been the business that I've been the best set up for out of all my businesses to, to really set something up that's really significant. Um, for information publishing, that was great, but it was mainly me. Uh, for Splashio, it was great, um, but, um, uh, you know, it was difficult to build a team there. Um, uh, with V-Roll, though, um, the main difference there is that and I had the resources in place uh, and the knowledge and know-how to set up the business right from day one, not just with me, but with a whole team of people who could set up the business and, and leverage it much, much uh, bigger and much, much faster. So with V-Roll, um, uh, it's, it's a business now that helps people with uh, YouTube video ads, helps them with the targeting, helps them with creating the videos automatically, um, and helps them with, with setting up campaigns. And soon we'll have a reporting function in there as well. But from day one, I said, um, I can't do this on my, on my own. Um, I mean, I need a development team for this, but I don't want to manage the development team. Um, and so what happened was I teamed up with someone else, uh, another uh, friend that we had at a Tropical Think Tank, JC. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and he's in Singapore, and he's got another business partner, um, uh, Sophie. So I talked to JC. I said, JC, I know you've got an awesome development team. Um, I've got a big audience, and I've got some great experience and great uh, contacts. Why don't we team up? I've got this awesome idea. Why don't we team up? We create this business together. We, can't, we become uh, co-founders and and we set this thing up to rock and that's what we did in a, around about uh march it was just it was actually at the um tropical think tank uh john right. that that um it was before the tropical think tank that i had the idea but it was at the think tank that i talked to jc and said hey let's do this thing together that's so, so cool. that was march uh earlier this year yeah um and i can't tell you uh john how uh amazing it's been to have a solid team working on a project to make it a reality. So I had the vision. I came up with the, the, the vision, but then teaming up with JC and Sophie and the team, because uh, they've got a whole development team that they're managing and, and turning the ideas into reality, that's just been amazing. Because with both my information products and Splashio, uh, a lot of it has been me coming up with the idea and also being very much involved in turning those ideas into reality. Now I come up with the ideas. I've got a team now that makes the ideas into reality, which is huge. That's hu- a huge thing for me. Um, and it's so funny. Just, I'm not, I'm not sure. Do you still want to have a motivational quote? Because that's something you have for every... We do. You know, I think Fire Nation will miss it if we don't have it. So let's hear it, bro. Because <laughs> it, it fits in really well. I read this just let's hear like, it. Uh, from a book that I've, I've had for many, many years. And I read it again. It's from uh, The Law of Success by Napoleon Hill. And I read this little paragraph. It's very short. Um, and it says this. Success is a matter of individual effort only to the extent that each person must decide in his or own mind what is wanted. This involves the use of imagination. From this point on, achieving success is a matter of skillfully and tactfully inducing others to cooperate. I read that and I was just going, you know, I read that um, about eight years ago. That's when I first read it. But I read it again a few days ago. I was going, holy guacamole. That's basically <laughs> what I've done now with, with V-Roll finally. It's taken me freaking eight years to get to that point. <laughs> Why didn't I start that eight years ago? <laughs> um, and so that was, you know, I, I think there was a big aha when I saw that. And I thought, wow, okay, I've just got to come up with the ideas from my imagination and, and get a team. You know, what does he say? Um, skillfully and tactfully induce others to cooperate. Wow. And that to me are some very, very strong keywords. 
I mean, Gideon, I feel in so many ways like I'm your little brother kind of going through these similar evolutions that you are, but, you know, just later in life than you are as far as like in the timeline continuum. Because this is what I love about building an online business is that you build a business. You start to build an understanding. You start to build an audience. You start to grasp what it takes to be profitable and to be successful. You start to build credibility and authority and then opportunities start to come your way and getting like the evolution that you've been through from information marketing to Yaro Staric to Splashio to V-Roll and to sharing all that with us is just so exciting to see and that now you have this team that you partnered up with JC and you know, by the time this goes live actually for about one month, like my latest venture is going to be live, which is called podcastwebsites.com, which is just like you, you were scratching this itch that you knew existed in the video marketplace. You know, I'm doing this for podcasting now. And, you know, I was reached out to by this great guy, Mark Asquith, who just said, John, like, this is an idea that I have. This is, you know, something that I know I can build. I have the team to build this out, but you are the audience. You have the credibility. You have the authority in podcasting. Let's co-found this together and let's go forward. Mm. And I'm like, this is something I've always wanted to have and create is a yeah. all-in-one podcasting solution. Your website, your hosting, everything is right there all in one instead of all these Beautiful. disparate parts. And it took this long for me and to find a, a proper partner and teammate to make this happen, just like you did, Gideon, with JC and V-Roll. So my question for you now is, I kind of would like you to step up to the stage and share with our listeners, what exactly is V-Roll and how could maybe Fire Nation really take advantage of it? Sure. So the, the whole thing with uh, video ads uh, at the moment is that it's, it's quite a new thing, um, but it's a huge opportunity. Uh, you know, just in June this year, um, YouTube overtook Facebook in the United States for the highest number of unique visitors. Wow. And I saw that. I was going, what? Uh, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm not sure where it's at right now, but certainly in June this year, earlier this year, um, YouTube overtook Facebook for the number of unique visitors. So it was at that point the biggest social media site in the United States and probably in the world as well. I'm not sure in the world, but certainly in the United States. And so a lot of people didn't realize that and don't, don't realize and just sort of look at Facebook as, as the only big, big gun. But YouTube is massive. Massive. And so there are millions of videos, well, I don't know, maybe billions even, but less, a ton of videos there, a ton of people watching videos, ton of video views happening every single day. But get this, there's not that many advertisers on YouTube, even though you might think so when you go on YouTube, you see a lot of ads. <laughs> right. But um, the thing is, there is a massive oversupply of, of ad inventory and not enough advertisers basically to take up um, that uh, th those ads and to show ads on the on the um, ad inventory. And let me just kind of break in here for a quick second. There's a barrier that exists that doesn't exist when it comes to Facebook. And I don't mean there's a barrier like in the technical term. I just mean like people think that there's this barrier because they're like, oh, I have to shoot a video. I have to learn right. how to, you know, there's, so yeah, please continue. Right, and that's exactly the thing. So a lot of people are looking at YouTube ads or any kind of video that doesn't think exactly. You know, I've got a, I've got a creative video, right? And it's, that's not necessarily the case. Um, you can um, there's there's a number of things you can do. Um, uh, first of all, I mean, you can create your own videos, and it doesn't even have to be that complicated. You can do something with a webcam if you wanted to, and and get uh, results with that. Um, but that's where uh, V-Roll then came in and said, okay, let's create something that 
completely eliminates the whole video production thing for people. So we leveraged what we learned from Splashio and created these really awesome templates um, that are specifically structured for YouTube video ads. And that helps you get the click at the right point uh, that maximizes your click-through rate for, for these ads. So all you've got to do is type in some, some text, a few lines of text, maybe upload an image or two, hit submit, and your video gets created for you. So you don't need any video editing software or any video editing knowledge um, uh, for that to happen. So that's the first problem we solved. The second problem was, and you might have, you probably notice this every single day on YouTube, you, you, you go and watch a video about a random topic, um, and then all of a sudden it shows you this ad that in the back of your mind you go, what the heck does this ad have to do with me? It's completely right. irrelevant to the video content that I'm watching, completely irrelevant to my likes or interests. Why are they showing me this video? And that's another uh, massive thing that advertisers are getting wrong at the moment is, is the targeting. They just simply don't know how to target properly on YouTube. So that's the th- second thing we, we built in, in, in the V-Roll platform, a way for people to exactly pinpoint where they want to show their ads, which videos in particular and which, which channels in particular. So you can, you can, if you find a video that is very, very well suited for your audience, right. that your audience is very interested in, you can go throw your, your, your video ad in front of that video. Or if you find a channel that uh, the whole channel is very, very targeted towards your audience, you can go and put your ads up in front of those, the videos on that channel. And so we've created a tool that helps you find those channels and those videos very, very quickly. And then the third key problem that people have is just the confusing interface with, with AdWords. Uh, it's just you start using it and you just within a few minutes you think, oh, there's no way I'm going to learn this. <laughs> um, so we created a campaign builder that, that helps you totally streamline that and, and, and create a campaign within seconds um, using, using what you've created in V-Roll v- already. So those three things, the, the, the targeting, the video production, and then building the campaigns, we built a whole platform that helps you um, do it so much easier, so much faster, and just removes all those, those barriers for you so you can create video ads very quickly, very easily. Fire Nation, there's a great quote that I love from Wayne Gretzky, which is, skate to where the puck is going to be. And, you know, it's easy to, to hear that quote and to understand what it really means. But the people that actually take action on that quote, Gideon, unfortunately, you know, are, are few and far in between because we're such a herd mentality. You know, we're, you know, I hate to say it, you know, even entrepreneurs on a lot of levels are sheep. You know, we hear something that's working incredibly well and, you know, oh my God, Facebook ads are working so well. And then boom, everybody rushes into it. And then all of a sudden, click through rates go up, cost per click goes up, everything is going up, 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 up. And you're just like, okay, well, this isn't working for me dollars and cents wise. Well, Fire Nation, the puck is going to be at YouTube and with video advertising within YouTube. That's where the puck is going to be and it's not there yet. And actually, in my opinion, it's not even close to there yet. So people that are taking advantage of it now are way ahead of the curve. You know, they're they're just dealing with much cheaper click-through rates. They're dealing with much better conversions and a lot of, to be frank, Gideon, loopholes that exist right now. Like stuff I don't even want to get too deep into because there's so much. But, you know, like if you don't watch 30 seconds of an ad, it doesn't even count at all. I mean, there's all these loopholes that are going to get closed as soon as the masses come. But until the masses come, they need to cater to the few of us that are taking advantage of it. And Fire Nation, I want you to be one of those few. And V-Roll is that system that's going to allow you to be where the puck is going to be. So, Gideon... I know you're still probably a little upset about it because I, I held your feet to the fire and I, I made you offer something pretty awesome for Fire Nation, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. 
I'm very upset. <laughs> I'm just kidding, okay, Fire I'll, Nation. I'll it. It, it was completely Gideon's recommendation suggestion. And I said, wow, that is too generous. But Gideon, share. What we'd like to do is um, for all the Fire Nation listeners, um, if they want to get in early with this uh, opportunity, um, we would like to invite you to to come and join us at, at V-Roll. And um, for the first 100 people who join, uh, we'd like to do something really special. Uh, we'd like to basically double the number of video ads that you can create using V-Roll. So, so it's based on a credit system. So uh, what we'll do uh, for the first 100 people who join us, uh, we'll double the credits, um, the monthly credits wow. for life. <laughs> this is for lifetime forever. So in essence, you're getting twice as much as anyone else, as everyone else, um, in, in terms of the, the video credits. Um, but it's only for the first 100 people who would take action on this. Who's it going to be, Fire Nation? Who's going to take action? This is a lifetime offer, which is what really what blows me away. This isn't like, oh, for the next two months, you're going to get double the credits. It's like, no, if you're one of the first 100 people to sign up through a link that Gideon's about to share with you, then you are going to get double the credits for life. Gideon, where do they go? place to go for this is vroll.com forward slash EOF. So I'll spell that out. So V for video, E-E-R-O-L-L.com forward slash EOF. And the reason why we're limiting it to just 100 is because and there's a real cost involved for us to, to create these uh, videos for people, these video ads. And so obviously we can't um, you know, have too many people have double credits because we just simply won't be able to turn a profit. So it's, it's really just, um, to get people in, um, at, at the ground level, a hundred, uh, hundred, the first hundred people will get in. So vroll.com forward slash EOF. Wow. Well, the military guys kicking in here. Victor, Echo, Echo, Romeo, Oscar, Lima, Lima dot Charlie, Oscar, Mike slash Echo, Oscar, Foxtrot. How was that Gideon? That was good. I was, I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> That's legit too. You can look it up, Fire Nation. And Gideon, let's end today on fire, my friends, with you sharing with our listeners one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. For me as an entrepreneur, it's certainly been that the realization that you don't have to do it all by yourself. In fact, if you try and do it all by yourself, um, you are really limiting yourself and slowing down your progress and slowing down your success as an entrepreneur. And the sooner that you can team up with someone else that complements your strengths um, and build a team of people who can turn your ideas into reality, the sooner you're going to show success and the faster you're going to be able to grow something. With V-Roll, you know, we have a core team of about eight people working on that at any one time. And that allows us to move very quickly as a startup business. We don't, and we're keeping it nice and tight. But imagine if I tried to do it all myself, you know, or even just uh, with me and a developer, it would take all my time. It would just kill me. So it's, it's been massive for me. You know, um, I come up with the ideas. I come, I do the stuff that I'm good at. I'm good with ideas, good with, with the vision and getting clarity and planning. But then I team up with others and I build a team. I shift my focus to implement from implementation to building the team that implements for me. And that's, that's been a really, really huge thing for me this, especially this year. 
Um, I guess if people want to see a bit more of my stuff, I don't update it as much uh, anymore. Uh, they can check out my blog at, at GideonShalwick.com, uh, which is just my name.com. Wow, Fire Nation, let's be frank. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Gideon and JLD today. So keep up the heat (laughs) and head over to eofire.com. Just type Gideon in the search bar. Both of his episodes will pop right up. And Gideon, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today, for sharing theroll.com slash EOF for double the credits for the first 100 Fire Nation. Awesome faithfulness. And for that, my friend, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create an amazing webinar you love? Well, you can in just 10 days with our free course at thewebinarcourse.com. Ignite. Ignite.